We are just over five months away from the midterm elections. Typically, the party in control of the White House often loses some seats with these congressional races. The Democrats seem to be banking on a blue wave to retake control. Is it that clear cut? Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. Well, we've made it to 2018, which means it's finally okay to officially start diving into midterm elections. Some big questions as we near November. Will the GOP build on its majority? Or will the Democrats be able to flip the House, Senate, or both? All righty. Happy belated Memorial Day. Did you guys oh, do anything yeah. for the holiday weekend? I swam a lot. And it was awesome. No, not really. <laughs> you lie. You're the only you, exciting. You, you are a liar. You went to a baby shower. Don't lie. I was there. <laughs> if, if if you knew, why did you ask? A liar. <laughs> because the show isn't for me. It's yeah, it actually is. It's for, it's for my fucking ego. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Here's we're gonna do something a little bit unconventional on this one, um, just because I wanted to be I wanted to do something here that I figured we could actually fill some time with, um, as opposed to some of these other stories that I think we'll probably get through pretty pretty quickly. Um, so. We haven't talked midterms for a while. Um, we haven't done a segment on it for at least a few months. Um, or They're kind of like getting up. There was a lot of uh, you know, little primaries here lately right. whatnot, kind of cementing who the candidates moving forward are going to be. So, so I, so I kind of want to spend the first part of the show looking at the midterms and you know, kind of how things are shaping up and what what our predictions Where we're are at right, right now <laughs> yeah we we tend to make predictions for our own benefit um throughout the the course of the show and so yeah. I, I always love going back and comparing how i feel now to maybe how i felt like 7 months ago so yeah let's well do information changes also so right you know things are always changing so the so obviously we have the election in november we've got all of the seats up in the house um, and then 35 Senate seats, the ratio being 26 Democrats and nine Republicans. So mm-hmm. that's that's the field that we're playing on. Um, I know you guys have polls. Oh yeah, go ahead and go ahead and give me yeah. <laughs> some <So> information. <laughs> well, Mitch was uh. <laughs> Mitch was telling us right before we started recording that he was he had read, and then I had also read that this is like the worst uh, year for Democrats, considering that usually when a president takes power, the opposing party does really well. Right. 
and like Democrats are facing a historically like challenging midterm in yeah. that regards. Like they're still probably going to do well, but they have to do like incredibly well to actually take back. Yeah, basically, it's um, never control. been more advantageous to Republicans since the history of the United States. Like, there's never been more yeah. seats that basically they're safe. Uh, and then all the seats that are up being that are Democrats are pretty much in Trump country. So the yeah. electoral map kind of changed this last time in some <clears throat> states that used to be kind of more blue or look a little more more red, uh, a little more solid into Trump's uh, area. And it's going to be really hard for them to fight back. Which Yeah, and speaking of like – so the polls right now, real clear politics as of this recording – has it um, the generic midterm being uh, 40.2 for Republicans and 44.2 for Democrats? Now here's why that's that is in, not a very that is pretty damn close. Well, that's why this is important because if we go back to remember, this is basically even for Trump's approval rating. The big thing that happened was the tax reform. Now Democrats can say it's not helping anybody. No one thinks it's a good idea. All of that, but the the point of the matter is is what was it around December you know 20th around that era. Uh, area is whenever yeah, it was and that's passed. actually I'm looking at if you look at the map that's exactly when it starts to close in exactly. that's the widest it was Democrats were at the up end of 13 December. points and it and even just looking at Trump's approval rating he was at his lowest point then they passed the tax reform bill and boom it's been closing ever since and then you know there's little spikes uh, of you know little little here and there where it gets a uh, you know shifts a little bit but Republicans I don't think that they've been in a better spot uh, a couple weeks ago, it looks like they were Trump's at forty point eight. Trump's approval rating, though, is nothing to write home about. So, no, it is, especially with as much negative media I and mean, everything else going on. It's not, yeah, great. I was, I was pointing out to Brandon though, like it, it's still historically unpopular. Like he's doing better con- compared to where he was, but for for this point in his term. He sh- he would be he should yeah forty three percent. I mean, obviously there's right. obviously lots so of different things going on, but forty three percent is not terrible. It's wait, not as his as his poll numbers rise. He's just less historically bad. Like yeah, and that's that's fine. But again, it comes down to the fact that he had so much opposition against him, so much media opposition, and now that he, their accomplishments right because are... he's the only Republican who's ever been president. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, I mean, shit, we've lived through that shit. And I remember I was thinking about that earlier today when I was thinking about Romney versus uh, Obama and how C- CNN and all the other people, they didn't dog Romney. Like, they reported on his positions, but they weren't like, hey, Romney. They literally that- talked about Romney's dog on top of the roof of his yeah, car. Like- that was a big – but again, they talked about things about Obama as well. It wasn't like he's a horrible person. They're saying, hey, someone's brought this up, and that's what we're talking about. And then they had their normal panel. It, you didn't see it like it was this time around where there was actual news syndicates that were like, fuck this guy. Everything yeah, about him sucks. But, but here's the thing. Like, the difference between Romney and Trump is Romney isn't a horrible person. Donald Trump is. <laughs> there you go. Again, There's that's your, your fucking op- media coverage. Great. It's still your opinion. So I understand that you very much believe that, and they very much believe that, but it used to be taken out of it. So you have the media and everyone else saying, no, this is the way to think. If you, if you can't think any other way like this. So it takes a while for his accomplishments and things that his decision making to kind of play into it. And I think that over time, as we've seen, his poll numbers have risen because Democrats were promising Armageddon. That didn't happen. They were promising that 
you know, every single thing that he was tied to was going to crash and burn and everything has kind of gotten better, except for a few things that, you know, we've we've talked about on the right. show that have gotten worse. But the majority of the big issues, the economy is great. Unemployment's very low. Yeah, but I mean, I would still argue against that. Like the opioid epidemic is still out of control. That yeah, it is. With. But that's like, the not, same. Yeah, like, the economy's doing great, and that is great. But that doesn't mean like everything's better than it was two years ago. Yeah, and obviously that that's the opioids is, is definitely one that um, you know is a big issue. But that's been a rising issue over the past couple of years. It's not like Trump did that. So, so no, but he hasn't it, done anything in his first year. Yeah, there, there's still things that need to be to done. But it. the point is that everything was supposed to be terrible, and, and it's not. So I think okay, people are realizing that. To bring it back to the midterms and still keep it kind of in the Trump ballpark, you notice mm-hmm. that in a lot of areas um, where people are people, you know, are having their campaigns or whatever, um, they have seats that are up. There are certain there it seems like geographically like there are certain areas where he will tie himself to the candidate or they will tie themselves to him. And then there are other areas where they're going the George Bush route and they're like, Hey, don't talk to me or the Barack Obama route. Like there were a lot of Democrats who were like, yeah, I'm not that liberal when they were trying to get reelected. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I, but that's something that I've noticed as we've been watching his interaction with certain, um, certain politicians he just had another trump just had another rally um tonight so he's still out campaigning and that's one thing that trump can do uh very effectively is raise money so it's hard for for these politicians not to tie themselves with trump because it's all they have to do is say hey isn't this guy great he's the best he's the best guy around and he just throws millions and millions of dollars at them he's already raised a fuck ton of money for his uh 2020 uh election you think this will hurt them after trump no, I don't think so at all. Again, everyone's been saying, oh, Republicans are done, and then they just keep rising and rising, and more people are <laughs> – the party's growing. No, there's absolutely no – I don't see any problem whatsoever with the Republican Party. Um, I think the Democrat Party I might see be in few. trouble. I don't. If the, if the Democratic yeah, Party can't – a little bit. Again, uh, here's another interesting thing about this. I'm, I'm looking at all the pollsters, and they're saying um, if the Democrats want to win, they need to campaign on the Mueller investigation. And no, I think that's a, a losing don't. strategy also. Yeah, no, not at all. They need to pick a policy like and go with And no one knows vision. what they're for. Yeah, no one knows what they're going to do. Like uh, all they know is that Trump bad and that's it. <laughs> and like Although, I mean, you can say the same thing. All the Republicans know is what Obama bad Trump going to fix. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, unfortunately, well, and, in this and year, to be honest, like nobody knows nobody knows what Donald Trump is like what, what oh, is yeah, his everyone message? knows what he's for. He's for really? everything to be Really? Do great. we? Are we? We're for summits. We're against summits. We're having meetings. We're not having meetings. <laughs> we got sanctions. We're not having sanctions. Yeah, yeah he stands for something. Yeah. In well, the moment. Again, information changes. Yeah, but in the moment, he'll stand for, you know, this or that. And, like, right now, it looks like the Korea thing's back on, so that'd that's be, a big deal. That'd be, that'd be cool if time didn't It also stop. looks like or, the or trade war with move. China's back on, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, it has to go with what's the end result. I, again, it, it's good. We've seen Obama do this before where he was just like, this is the plan. Stick to the plan. We just need to stay the course. This is what we do. We saw George W. Bush do it. Stay the course. Here we go. We're just going to keep doing this <laughs> and saying this. And, like, that's great. But, again, we all know it's bullshit that things are changing. And so, again, it comes down to what's the end result. If the end result is good, no one gives a shit. 
If the end result is bad, doesn't matter if you keep saying, oh, this is my vision. This is the way it's going to go. If it doesn't fucking right. go that way, then you suck. And it looks like everything that Trump has done so far for the majority uh, of the things that he's done, they've worked out for him. Uh, even, I know that this last the Korea thing looked like it might not. We'll, we'll see. But, um, again, it, so as long you, as it works, it's all that matters. So that's, but we're talking more specifically about the Senate seats that are up when we're when we're yeah. talking about how Trump plays into it. What well, do you the think, House so, also, Go ahead. What do you think happens in the House? Because I agree that the Republicans are going to keep the Senate because it's an uphill battle there. But with every seat being Possibly. up in the House, do you do you see Democrats getting it back? There was a point where the three no. of us were like blue wave, blue wave and it I don't remember like which for a story or series of stories that happened that made it look that way. But, yeah, it, I mean, that gap has been – it's almost gone at this point. Yeah. Um, so and, uh, so Democrat, what do you th- Again, Democrats are, are betting. I don't think so for the House at all. And the reason why I don't is because take a look at a map and show red and blue by district. You're going to look at a big fucking red America. America's red. The coast is blue, and that's about it. The big cities, and that's really it. The rest of America is red. So nobody lives there. <laughs> that's great. Those are the ones that have to vote. So they're not voting for all the fucking blues. They're and... not even real people. <laughs> they're just scarecrows. We don't. You're not fooling me. No. Right. <laughs> but, but... There's nothing there but corn and straw yeah. people. <laughs> Ain't fooling us. No, but the the bottom line again to me is that Republicans should be fine in the House. It could there could be an upset. And Democrats are betting big on uh, their history message, and this is a message that irritates me um, only because I find it to be uh, inconsequential. I guess is typically the way it goes, and they've been doing this for the past couple cycles in the elections, where they say. Here we go. We're going to put this person forward. Okay, what what other credentials? Well, they're a Polynesian, and they're half uh, Irish, and they're a transgender woman, and all those three. So if you vote for them, it'll be history. And if you don't vote for them, you're against history. And that play doesn't work all the time. There are some times no, that it, it does doesn't. work, but, there's some right. t- but that's all they typically will go with. And, again, a big example of that was whenever that um, – I can't remember the name of the transgender woman who ran in uh, North Carolina against the guy who did the bathroom bill. And she was a great candidate, so she won. And, but, again, right. they didn't talk about how great she was. They just talked about how she was the first transgender and isn't that history and isn't that great. Well, it's She won because she was good. It, she didn't the, win because she was transgender. It's the Democrats' version. Yeah, but there had been of what Roy Moore was essentially. Yeah, I mean, without, the without the, without the touching little girls thing, you know, <laughs> but the, that's a the big whole... distinction there. We need to point that part out real quick. I was, the entire, yeah, I was wondering where you're going with that. The entire argument that we had, you know, cause we had said about Roy Moore, the obvious shit that you say about Roy Moore, but we had also discussed that like without the scandal, Roy Moore only had one thing, and it was God, and the, and it kind of feels the same way here with the uh, Democrats. Don't forget his small gun and his horse. He had both <laughs> right. of those. He did have both of those. Um, <laughs> he did. No, but yeah. So, so this year, it's uh, they're betting big on women. So this is the biggest year for uh, Democratic. It's the highest percentage of women nominees. Um, so it's a 
it's a big deal. That's what they're betting on. They're betting on that, that women are going to win the vote. Uh, now, women are slightly the majority of the voting populace, so it's not a terrible move. Um, but again, it comes down to that are seems they like picking... a pretty smart move to like well, fifty one percent of the white people should be you I, know represented I disagree. evenly. And this is the reason why I disagree. Is I disagree because you really disagree that fifty one percent of the population <laughs> should be represented by fifty one percent. That's of the fine, but they have to be good candidates. You can't just put a poster person in there, and that's what the Democrats typically want to do. They say, "Hey, look at that. That's a woman. Go vote for it." And then the people go, all right, well, yeah, what do they have to say? It's a Band-Aid solution to a systemic problem. Yeah. Did you just call they have women? Solution, Did you just call women better it? than what the Republican Party Mitch has done? Hates women. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mitch everyone hates here women. hates women. But, <laughs> but, but again, if they're good candidates, I, I firmly believe in my stance that people will vote for their self-interest. They won't vote on identity politics. I don't think that that's the way people vote. And I don't think that it should matter. And I think that whenever it comes down to the debates, if the person they put forward just has history on their side and cannot understand. Like uh, another good example is the the lady who ran against uh, Mitch McConnell. She had no idea what she was doing, but she was just, uh, you know, that was the person that they just threw a bunch of money at and they trained her on everything to say. But once you put it in front of a camera, she didn't have any of her own ideas. And so she lost. And they were like, how can they, how could Mitch McConnell win again? Well, she was a bad candidate. You can't just put someone that looks good up front and say, well, that's the reason you should vote for him. And if you don't, you're a piece of shit. Not even against cocaine, Mitch. (laughs) That's right. So again, that's what the Democrats are betting on. They're betting on uh, identity politics this time around again. And also the uh, Mueller investigation, which again, I'm looking at a poll right now that says 53% people don't even believe that the Mueller investigation has produced anything, found any sort of crimes or anything, which we know isn't true. We know right. that it has found crimes. But again, this kind of goes back to my point. That's actually 59% says, uh, to the best of your knowledge, has the investigation uncovered any crimes? And they said no. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we were sold Russia. We're not getting Russia. We're getting, uh, here's some of the indictments here. I mean, uh, Identity techni- theft making false statements, making false statements, pleading guilty to making false statements. <laughs> like, we're not getting what what they were, what the American people were promised. We were promised collusion. We were promised Russian. Uh, I will just, in the Mueller's defense, I will say we're about a year into an investigation where they yeah. typically take between four and six. So right. I think it's a little early to start being like, we need to know what right. you know, happened also, exactly we, now. We also yeah, but that's why I'm saying bun- don't lead with it. If I was a Democrat, I wouldn't lead with I, that because it hasn't think, produced what you said. It well, would. I wouldn't either because yeah, we no, don't know what I happened, we but yeah. the Democrats are stupid. We're all on the same page there. Like, that should not be their only – that shouldn't be their Roy Moore's God. Um, <laughs> like, don't do that. But, yeah, I also take a little bit of an issue with the idea that, like, oh, nothing's happened. We First of all, we know it has. Um, and, yeah, we may not have Russian collusion yet. But like collusion. we all we also haven't talked to the main star of this shit show. So it takes time, yeah. man. Like we yeah, we know uh, we'll, we'll see. You read Comey's book, and so has the audience because they took our <laughs> advice. You know how this shit goes. So Yeah. Um, it's gonna take a long time. To me, again, that's just when I'm looking at the field and I'm looking at the pieces and I'm going, Okay, what do we got? We've got the most advantageous map for Republicans. We have a, a rising approval rating for President Trump. 
we have a rising approval rating for the Republican Party and a diminishing lead for the Democrats. We have no idea what the Democrats stand for, and it looks like they're only leading with an investigation that a majority of people don't believe has actually produced anything and identity politics. That does not to me that does not say blue wave like at one point we thought it was. To me that yeah. says I don't know. I don't I don't see it yeah. happening. I completely agree with you. I would say there's a couple things going on that like between now and then could severely change the landscape. Oh yeah, big they might time. force a vote on immigration. Paul Ryan might be losing his grip. So there are things that could sway it still. And yeah, with the polling, early. like we check in even a month from now, the polling will have gone up and down and up and down. Right. I check it every single day. But I think you're, you're pretty day. right on with that. <laughs> every <laughs> single day I check it. And it doesn't look like, I mean, to me, the big thing is uh, North Korea. I mean, if he can yeah. pull this off, if he can get this in, you're gonna, I think you're going to see another bump. And depending on... And we know that, that Congress doesn't fucking work during election year, which is stupid because it's every two years. So <laughs> that's half the time they're just not going to fucking work. Right. And so that's just the way it is. So I don't think we're going to see any movement <laughs> on – if you notice, they haven't talked any policy. Like it was supposed to be the year that we were going to get infrastructure done. That's just – that's not going to happen. We're going to wait nope. for that. Um, if they were somehow able to do that, I think that that would also boost them up because con- people hate Congress. And if Congress looks like they're actually working, they're going to vote for those guys again. Um, but, but, you know, but we'll but see. They I don't, don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all going to happen. <laughs> but they don't um, work. No, they just kind of fucking sit on their thumbs and go, ooh, that feels nice. So I'm going to I'm going to agree with you on what I think uh, – something like i'm going to agree with you on what could boost the republicans into completely like wiping the floor with uh the midterms but i'm going to save it for the next segment um okay because i do have to remember one thing though that republicans fucking suck so they are there's a we've been making that point for a year and a half (laughs) <laughs> well, both parties suck, but Republicans have a tendency to find the person who sucks the most and put that guy forward. So let's they can still shoot themselves in the foot. Democrats have a tendency to find the most incompetent person and just put that fucking person forward. So, again, we'll see what, what's going to win out there. Is it, hey, this guy's a total massive douchebag, or I don't know whether this person can actually do their job. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Again, with uh, Claire McCaskill, we're seeing her lead vanish and it's just like oh, oh i don't know i'm gonna wait to see the debates to see i'm still in her corner at this moment but that could change I, and we'll have to see also i'm wondering if our republican governor resigning today is gonna play any yeah it was a good day polling. for liberals today yeah yeah <laughs> save it save it we'll do it next the president says he is once again cruising toward a summit on june 12th with kim jong-un Whatever happens, the president has, for now, set a new high watermark in repairing relations with the Hermit Kingdom when Kim Yong-chol visited the White House on Friday. But the brittle nature of the negotiations has created an emotional roller coaster of will they or won't they? Indications here that the president is uh, sort of lowballing the expectations himself, saying recently that the summit will be more of a meet and greet. He's uh, meeting with his uh, national security advisor. He's also meeting with his defense secretary. He's also getting a read from from everybody about how far he can go right here. Uh, Defense Secretary Mattis has been among those who said, um, you know, it's bumpy. It's bumpy along the way. 
Missouri Governor Eric Greitens says he will resign on Friday. He was considered a rising star in the Republican Party. Greitens was hit by scandals stemming from an extramarital affair, alleged blackmail, and claims of campaign finance violations. All righty, let's get into the rest of the week now. Um, so you had talked about how Republicans can um, can kind of ensure they're, they're keeping their seats. Um, yeah. I agree that North Korea is a big part of it. So I think now we should jump into the <laughs> latest developments in the summit, not summit. Um, Breaking news. Because- Just kidding. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> so... What was it like a week ago? Um, shortly after we recorded the last episode, Kim Jong Un, like we re- remember in the last episode, we were all arguing over Nobel Peace Prize, and you guys were all like cautiously optimistic, and I was like, Nah, dude, yep. this is Kim Jong Un, like Kim Jong fucking Un. <laughs> he got fucking bombs three weeks ago. Why does he want to give them up now? You believe this guy? You remember? Totally you can do. recap. You can yeah. go listen to the replay. It's it's there. Um, so then what happened? Two days later, Kim Jong-un it's, comes to the table, and he's like, hey, fuck you guys. What did he do? What was the original statement? I know that it was the so, North Korea. Go ahead. Yeah, so basically what had happened was, you know, the United States and South Korea fucked up, and they were running military drills when you probably fucking shouldn't. And the South got or the North got pissed, and they were like, "Nah, uh, fuck that. We're we're not meeting with you guys right now." So they didn't meet with the South Koreans, and they were like, "Well, we don't even know if we're gonna meet uh, Trump." And so one of their news stations ran something that uh, either threatened America or said something like that, something along the lines that sounded like a provocation towards war, you know, kind of just bolstering up. And that prompted Trump to release a press statement saying. You know, hey, we're it, this sucks, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to do the summit. Um, it's a bummer that they had to mention their bombs, even though we have so many more bombs and we could just <laughs> decimate them. But we're going to leave that aside. By the way, thanks for releasing those prisoners. That was real cool. And so that was the statement. And so that was like, oh, that's when we recorded. It was like, it's off. Everything is completely off. And it's crazy. Well, that was no, no, no. That was before. we recorded like a few days before that. Right, because uh, the the original statement was, "Hey, maybe we won't be able to have the summit," and then yeah. Donald Trump got antsy and like, "You let's be honest here." Kim Jong Un was going to cancel the meeting because he had said that he was going to cancel the meeting, and Donald Trump pulled the trigger first and was like, "Well, if I cancel it, then he can't cancel it." <laughs> like, and then <laughs> the world reacted to that, and Donald Trump was like, "Hey." You know what that thing I said? F that. I was just joking. Oh, uh, you're so, missing a, a very vital point there. As soon as he released that statement, the North Koreans were the ones who reacted, saying, whoa, uh, this is completely surprising. We did not see this coming. We really, that's because, uh, we're still yeah, but good that's because, to do. That's because China reacted to it immediately. Like, there was mm-hmm. a bunch at play there, and China was the first to react to it before the South Koreans and, yeah, I think, and then North Korea. I think so, you're going to see this as another win uh, in the in the public opinion on Trump's part. Uh, I think people are going to no, see this as him bringing I'm gonna, them back to the table. 
I'm going to tell you right now that I still don't think the meeting's going to happen. Oh, I think it's 100% on. Uh, before, no. I was at like 90%. I'm at like 100% now. It's happening. They're yeah, investing. I'm gonna, they're I'm they're testing this. the waters a little bit. You know, hey, a little pull out. Maybe, maybe we don't want to fucking do this. And then as soon as Trump's like, fine, we won't. They're like, shit. No, I'm just kidding. Come back. <laughs> like, we'll see. I don't know. The, so uh, the CIA... The CIA today said that I think the latest thing they said that they North Korea wouldn't give up their nuclear weapons, but that they're yeah. trying to no, open they, a hamburger stand to appease Trump, which yeah. sounds like so a joke, but that's actually what they said. <laughs> I know. Well, and so again, they, and I thought the the story was that like the only way that North Korea would give up its nuclear weapons is if the U.S. and South Korea ceased their operations in south korea like yeah and we're not gonna do that well here's what i think they're gonna say and uh, everything that's gonna happen so first off if we're talking about if if north korea will denuclearize i don't know that that's something i'm not gonna bet on uh if we're betting on is this summit gonna happen i say yes absolutely but during at the summit I think that the the deal that's going to be put on the table by Donald Trump is you get rid of your nukes, we get rid of the sanctions, we vouch for you to come into the UN, and basically your country doesn't suck anymore, but you're going to get rid of your weapons. Whether they take that deal or not, I don't know, but I think that's what he's going to put on the table, and it's a pretty fucking good deal. Um, and this is coming from a guy who has been saying, just do you have, go to do war you have a with them. reason for thinking that that's what he's going to do, or is that what you because would do? Because it's what – I. this is my analysis from looking at both uh, – from we've been talking about both of these – obviously, we live in, in America, and we've been talking about North Korea for the past five or six years. And it's – to me, that's what Kim Jong-un is looking for. That's what America is looking for. America has to lead on this. This is what the world wants. The world wants them to enter in – to the United Nations. That seems to be the way that it's going. However, they can't do it because they need us to do it. Whatever, we'll do it, but we're going to have to have them denuclearize first. Um, and Kim Jong-un wants to be the savior of his people and all of that. He just knew that he had to bully the rest of the world to get there, uh, which worked. So I, to me, it's just looking at both of those countries, that's the most plausible deal. Those are the two things that both can live with and that both want. So why not make that deal? That's where I come I mean, from. I don't know. I think that you gloss over the atrocities of the Kim This family. is history, man. People are glossing over atrocities left and right. It doesn't matter what country you're from. There yeah, have been atrocities everywhere. That's fine, but, like, when you say bully your way, you mean, like, starve your people and, like, poison people. And threaten perfume. Miss- shoot missiles above Japan <laughs> routinely. Right. So, like, yeah, let's I, not no, talk- I get it. Let's not talk to him. Let's not talk about and the, what happens if this the the thing with the the whole summit is that like whether it happens, assuming that it does happen, this is the end of diplomacy, isn't it? Like because if it if it doesn't work, what is next? Like more talks. I mean, shit. You think back to whenever. Uh uh, Churchill and Stalin fucking got together and they fucking just hated each other at the end of that first meeting and they were ready to go fucking to war with each other and then FDR had to come in and be like calm the fuck down guys and then so talks continued this... and, and things smoothed out and then they became the allies so you so think this only my... this only ends well I think it's going to end well because I think every side wants it to end well 
and it's it, it's like a fight that neither person really wants to do. So you're kind of circling each other. Come at me, bro. You first, bro. <laughs> I fucking will, bro. And they're not going to do it because neither wants to actually do it. They both want something, and they both are in the position to give it to the other person. So why not just do it? See, now their personalities be, might get in the way. Well, that would be my fear is that North Korea would want too much. Like, yeah, oh, they're going to want it all. I don't know that they they would say, like, yeah, I mean, we'll give isn't up that, our nukes didn't you, just to get to the Didn't you basically UN. just describe the U.S., Israel, and Palestine? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of where we're at here. But they're going to come at it saying, we want all of it. We want the sanctions gone. We want to be a, a – we want to be taken seriously as a superpower. And they've kind of earned that spot. Again, they've bullied their way into – from obscurity – into a force to be reckoned with and that's the the prize they have to hand over is the nukes that's why they worked so hard to get them i don't think that they were ever meant to use them i think that they got desperate enough they would use them but i think they've they were always meant to be a tool to gain this power um they to me that's what i think Uh, yeah i don't i don't disagree with you um i mean we talked we said that a long time ago before all like months and months and months ago we had said like isn't the world just gonna have to have to kind of go along with this to avoid war so i think yeah once they get the nukes and imagine that as soon as they get nukes he's like yeah but we'll get rid of them if you guys treat (laughs) us nice (laughs) right so again it it looks like this is what both sides want so let's just do it i mean i hope so but I, i do worry that we could get into a position like we're in with iraq iran right now of trying to convince yeah, them that to give like, nukes that they don't want to. I still don't think that matters. I just don't. Like, I, mean, I do I'm, think it is because, you know, like, you can give up nukes, which are a bargaining chip, and you can get something for it. But if you keep the yeah. nukes, you can continue to get stuff for it, which has been his whole threat. He's been getting stuff for years with the threat of nukes, and now that he has nukes, I don't know that he want right. to give up his greatest bargaining chip. Yeah, he's also had a lot taken away. And so and the things that yeah. have been taken away are essential for a country to thrive. So like yeah, yeah but he again, can like, kill a lot of people. We, we've taken away a lot of stuff, but they've thrived enough that they've they've made nukes and they've you know continued. You know, none of this has stopped them yeah. before. So I don't know why they would think like we could suddenly stop them now. Yeah, that they but have again, the that's just weapon. to get the tool to kill things, and I don't think that's his goal. I think he wants to to have the Kim Dynasty be the what be the savior of the people. It just happened that they his predecessors, his relatives, have killed the people. <laughs> and he's well. I mean, he so has yeah, no so aversion to killing he, people. He either. poisoned. No, I think poisoned the, his own uncle. Not just last his year. predecessors. Go on. Oh, what I was mean? just saying. I he, mean, he 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 poisoned his uncle well, last that year. Was, like he's that was he's it. I mean, the Korean War either. is when the Qin Dynasty came into power. So it was just his predecessors. No, before it, that, it was. they killed people. I mean, we're talking about a guy who, like, cr- his people are currently starving so like yeah, yeah I exactly mean, I, right I mean, he th- isn't he, he, he's not helping them out like he's still building well nukes, i think he's you know i still think he's trying to help them out again to me him building the nukes was i have to do this to be able to be taken seriously or to be able to get what i want i don't think he wants to have his people starving i think that he just was hell-bent on getting the nukes so that he could make this overture which he immediately did like it took him as soon as they had the full nuclear capabilities and again a lot of credit has to go to moon for being the one and he ran on that platform like we covered it when he got elected being i was surprised yeah, think, of, being think like, about how different that could have been if he had not won like 
I don't whole, know. Yeah, that could have. They might have made them more desperate. And again, I always said that the scary thing about North Korea is that they're. Anytime you get someone who's desperate, then they're going to take themselves out too. You know, and so I think that was kind of Kim's mindset was I'm getting the nukes because that's the way to get the power or I'm going to just take us all out (laughs) and you're either going to play it my way or not. And luckily we have Moon who did play by those rules and said, no, let's listen to him. Let's go talk. And but immediately as soon as he got the nukes, he was like, hey, South Korea, I know we said (laughs) we hated you, but let's go hang out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like so. Again, I, I've been saying go to war with them for the past five years, but now it just seems like, no, it looks like everybody wants peace. It looks like that's what he's really wanting to do. I think he wants to save his people. I think it doesn't change the fact that he's done horrible things, but again, every government has done a lot of horrible things, and we've always just gone away with it as soon as they became our ally. And look at Stalin. I think that's a great example right there. <laughs> How many people did he yeah. kill uh, when we needed him? So he was a good old Uncle Joe. So... We have no problem ignoring, um, you know, difficult circumstances whenever peace is the outcome. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I still, though, like there's still part of me that's like this could still just not happen. Like, (laughs) I think 100 percent that summit's happening. Uh, Whether they denuclearize, I don't know. I think you but, paint a pretty picture, but I don't know that that's exactly how this is going to go. Yeah. So and shit can change. Um, Fuck, we're talking about two volatile men with Trump and with uh, Kim Jong Un, so right. things can always fucking change on a dime. Yeah. So we'll see. Speaking of things changing on a dime, Missouri has uh, one less governor today. I mean, well, Friday. <laughs> but um, yeah, what the go- fuck, Greitens? Who wants to go into that story? Frank, do you have anything on that? Or I would just wait do not at the shit? moment, but um, yeah, he essentially resigned today, which I found extremely shocking. Uh, so they right. just like, pulled just charges covered. against him. Yeah. Yeah. We just covered how the prosecution didn't sound like they had a fucking solid case. Yeah, but and what I think was going to happen, and, and I think what, because the story that I had seen was that they were going to unmask his private donors and like they were so all soon, Russian. So as soon as they said that they and were going to do that, um, he like I think that was kind of them forcing his hand. They were also about to draw him up for impeachment in like the next couple of days. Like you for know what, that though? they for the cam- campaign finance shit. Like oh yeah, that, that shit was pretty much in the bag. That, yeah, and that was in the bag way before the sex scandal shit. Yeah, the sex um, scandal was the kind of the loose threads there. I hope right. they, they look into that lady, though, and about paying off the, uh, you know, the people, because that's fucked. I hope that doesn't just kind of get lost in the shuffle. Sta- his statement, though, was such a, like, punk-ass statement. Like, because... Punk-ass, bitch. The, the thing is that, like, he did the his, typical... It, his he statement typical, was like, like, I've been dragged through the mud, and to protect my family, I will bow out gracefully. Did he cry? But right. Like, dude, that's not what you were saying <laughs> a month ago. You were saying, I'm going to battle no, this but because he, it's not true. Right. Until the yeah, people that give him the money were like, hey, back the fuck off. Okay. But the Ooh. thing is, like, but he never accepted responsibility for being the guy who like the buck stops with on this one. Because the campaign finance shit, he fucking 
he did that. Like we knew he did that. Before allegedly, he, it makes it all the no, worse not allegedly. That he ran, like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's still allegedly. There's been a conviction. We're all, like we're all looking at each other. Like it's gonna happen. But he ran on anti-corruption right. platform, which is even worse to run with the yeah. owl like, in the swamp, I, and then to you know. I get it. Like you may have had an affair with somebody, and then her um, ex-husband got pissed off and tried to get you back. And maybe there were people that didn't like you, and they put a bunch of money into taking you down. But still, like, it's don't come to me, the citizen, and be like. Yeah, so I'm going to take one for the team here because, you know, this is just really hard. Fuck you, dude. Like, you put us in this situation. You knew that you had shit to hide when you ran for governor. So what the fuck? Like, hey, all I know is my taxes went down, so I was okay. That's no, probably really. that probably has something to do with the legislature more than it does. <laughs> just saying. I know. Yeah, um, I really, I'm not going to miss him, really. I mean, the guy no. clearly... Aside and from it, just do you do you guys know much about Michael Parson or uh I don't or, know anything about Parsons, like at all. Well, no. I just well we will I know, know he's a the lot lieutenant about governor because that's about yeah. all I know. So hopefully he doesn't suck or have any sex scandals going on. But, you know, <laughs> right. We'll see since apparently everyone in there everyone in politics is having some sort of scandal going on. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was crazy that coming Do you off think of, uh Go ahead. Well, I just thought it was crazy coming off of last week when we were like, man, there were all these fucking missteps and all of this stuff. And, like, I actually – there was a point – he was running camp – or he was running, like, um, ads on – at least conservative radio that was like, hey, my name's been dragged through the mud and we're going to stand together and blah, blah, blah. Like, I literally heard that this morning and then he resi- he announced his resignation. He, he Yeah. Friday is it. So, so I'm going to I'm going to feed the trolls here uh, with this little theory here. But uh, I think that I don't think, but I it did cross my mind that what if some of those donors were Russian? That would be something that, like, if they were going to disclose that, that everyone in the party would be jumping on him. Like, you back off right fucking now. Like, I don't care that you're putting radio ads out there saying stand together. You're going to back the fuck off because that is not what we need out there. What do you think about See, that? I my know. my Dude, thought was less. They, my, I heard they were my, Russians. My, <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> Russian. My and it's terrible. You less... can't be from Russia. I was a little, going a little less conspiracy with it. I thought, like, it would just be, what if because they're polling so much better in the midterms, this was more strategic, like, we can hold on to Missouri if we squash this right now and we get these uh, negative headlines to go away. We can take out McCaskill because they've gotten yeah. close. I think you even said it. Like, they've gotten closer, and I think that can and be much more it. Pence I don't think they could him get behind him to care doors. about that, though. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, I feel I, like that he would yeah. be like, well, no, trust me, we can stand together and beat it. I feel like if it was like something to do with Russia or anyone that was involved with Russia, they would be like, there'd yeah, be but higher think, powers that were like, you want to go for a walk in the woods? I think you he just took us to a, like an Alex Jones state of like conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Though. I definitely did. Um, and again, I don't believe it, but it did cross my mind. I was like, that's interesting. I wonder I think it was, who they I think were. I think it's more, it's more of a – Is that they knew – 
they were going to unmask these people and the the Republican legislature probably came to him and was like, look, dude, you can fucking spend money on these (laughs) PSAs and you can do this whole thing, but we're going to impeach you. Like, I think this was like House of Cards (laughs) shit. Like, you're going to leave whether you want to leave or not, so you can either leave now or we can keep dragging this the fuck out. But, like, like, that's what I would imagine happened. Um, Yeah. Regardless of how it happened, I think it was shocking to all of us that it was so sudden because, like, there was no major bombshell that was dropped, really. At 4 o'clock, I was uh, looking at my phone, and it was, like, breaking news posted, like, at 4. Greitens announces some sort of announcement or something at 4.15, keep, you know, keep uh, updates coming or whatever. I was like, yeah, he's done. He's going to resign, and he did. Yeah. (laughs) I was like... It's just nuts. I don't know. I think it's weird, but uh, that's where my head went as soon as I heard that. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's the fucking Russians, of course." And you know what? Yeah. This is probably going to do. Speaking of midterms, this is probably this could potentially hurt Josh Hawley because Josh Hawley was the is the um, state attorney general, and he was the one who recommended charges for the campaign finance thing because there was a clear violation of the law. Um, yeah. So, but Josh Hawley being the one that the person who was running against Claire McCaskill, like, has not made a lot of his constituents happy because there are a lot of people that think this was a witch hunt, that they were out to get Greitens from the beginning. And, like, I I I disagree with those people, but this could be. I agree to. Again, when you're not talking about campaign finance, then I disagree. If you're talking about the whole sex scandal, I completely agree because that's what it fucking looks like. <laughs> looks like they actually tried to set him up. Um, I don't know. They started. Did you hear them read it, the her testimony or whatever? To I think that was that was something else that was a part of this story a couple we days that ago. Whenever she, her testimony came out. No, a couple days ago they began reading her testimony. Her like what was it like i can't remember if it was 20 page testimony or something like that but they be, no it wasn't it was way longer than that because it took them like three days to read it on the floor of the missouri like senate or house or whatever and like that was getting news coverage and i don't know i'm just saying all of these things played into whatever happened today with the announcement that he would yeah that he would resign we knew he had to though because we knew at this point whether it was all a witch hunt as far as the sex scandal or whatever like he wasn't going to be able to be effective at this point so So he wasn't would it would it also really be a witch hunt because the accusation is that someone paid their own money to dig up this dirt to take him down which is like, yeah, like I want to know where that money came from, but is that necessarily illegal? Like, didn't Trump's people meet with I don't you know, know people that had dirt on Hillary, and that was we determined that was unethical, but it's not illegal. Yeah, like, I think it, it becomes research a opposition more is fine. If, if you don't, they were, you can spend your money. If they to were paid do for their testimony. Yeah, like if, like they, if, they, if they were paid in... to say something illegal or wrong, I am, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So again, but I don't think it's I don't been want proven that to dry up. They were lying. Right, I don't want that to just disappear just because Greitens 
goes oh, away. Oh, no, I, I don't want to either because that's that. a lot of money to be like, where the hell did that come from? But it's not yeah. necessarily something <laughs> illegal. Yeah, well, and I actually think, because they were talking about that on the radio today too, like, I don't, they were saying that, I don't know that this is over because, like, these are still, like, investigations that are ongoing so whether he's the governor or not like that doesn't stop the investigation so right you know you would we'll, think we'll, we'll i don't see know. where that goes so, also we'll if see. anyone's wondering right now about mccaskill she's up by 1.7 points so not really? quite as big of a lead as she had had before so right yeah we'll, no, right. we'll see where that goes and we'll so, see where it's, it'll be so, interesting to see like without this scandal because i think the scandals made her look better being a yeah, Democrat I, I in want a to Republican see, state. So I'm, this could be really yeah, affect the, her November number. The last poll was uh, 510. So that was the last poll that's come out on it with a uh, un, almost 900 sample size. So with this new, you know, once we I'll start be, seeing some June, June polls I'll coming be, out. I'll be interested in seeing after this resignation if that does anything to Holly's numbers. Um yeah, just you well, know, he needs to get it out there, and it's early. Again, it's not. June Although yet. there's a lot of people saying he doesn't need to get out there, and that's the strategy he's doing because he's so that far ahead. In, he's so never far ahead in the primary. Works. I agree with mm-hmm. you. He won't. He won't win the general as a result yeah. of it. But he may win the primary because <laughs> he can. Only, he can only hurt himself as <laughs> if he talks. Like you know, he's can. He's, well, if you're a he, good candidate, then it's the opposite. You help yourself by talking. Okay. Yeah, no shit. But like, when, that's why when was the best gets candidate? Out. So. Yeah. When was the well, last time any of us saw a good candidate? Come on. I think McCaskill's a great candidate. I really, truly do. Like, once she has convinced me over the years by everything that I've seen with her, and especially when it came to, and I've called her office a couple times. And they're they're very nice. They're very responsive. They make me feel like they're not just you know listening to me and hanging up. They make me feel like they're. I would listen to you and hang up if you called me and I was Claire McCaskill. (laughs) I would be like, oh god, it's Mitch again. He fucking Mitch's always calling me. God damn it! That's that's why you guys have to call me three times to record this podcast because I keep hanging up on you. (laughs) Damn it! God damn it! Ah, fuck. Fine. No, but. Again, I think she's a great candidate. I think that that's why you see her doing so many town halls. That's why you see her putting herself out so so much because she's good. And once people hear her, they go, oh, yeah, she's probably fucking right. Um, so those are the kind of candidates that win, the ones who hide out in the background, you know, looking at and you. And those are honestly the ones that Democrats need to be pushing more of, which, you know, I'm yeah. hoping with this with the recent surge in women and women of color being um, – Put into and in, you know into elections that, that this is what we're going to get more of, not just tokenism and yeah, picking people because of their her, you know their heritage, but picking people because they're representative of a population that doesn't vote particularly because they're not represented. Yeah, well, that's still identity politics. I mean, you should be picking the best candidate. That should be you the should, line. but it also be. like in an hey, ideal world, like our representatives would represent us in in terms of gender and race. And if it that was the now. case, though, Mitch, if we picked the best candidate. Or the best person, then Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump don't exist in 2016. And <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> but, I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but again, that was just that seems to be the generic. 
Yeah, the, the presidential elections where it's just like, all right, who's the worst people? Mitt Romney was great. He just was a terrible. He just was a bad order. He couldn't. He was a bad speak to save his life. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't fucking just get in front of a crowd and be like, I like the trees. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. But God so. damn it, Mitt Romney style was amazing, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> President Trump going after the Russia collusion investigation again. He says the FBI has been caught in a major scandal, potentially one of the biggest political uproars in history, according to the president. Critics say President Trump is overstating the case when he claims that his campaign may have been spied on. But that's not even slowing the president, who is on a fast boil about what he says could be a huge political scandal. Leaving the White House today, President Trump let fly on what he is now calling Spygate. It looks like a very serious event, but we'll find out. When they look at the documents, uh, I think people are going to see a lot of bad things happen. I hope it's not so, because if it is, there's never been anything like it in the history of our country. President Trump claims the FBI may have been spying on his campaign after a confidential informant had contact and meetings with three Trump campaign officials, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, and Sam Clovis. NFL players are reacting to a new policy requiring them either to stand or stay in the locker room during the playing of the national anthem. On Twitter, players accused the league of taking away their freedom of speech and said their fight would continue. The last season, hundreds of players knelt during the anthem to protest racial injustice. The movement was started by former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Now, under the new policy, players and team personnel on, on the field who do not stand will be fined. So let's move on now. This this one we probably won't do uh, t- spend a ton of time on, but over the last few weeks, Giuliani, <laughs> the the latest addition to Donald Trump's legal team, has gone from like fucking saying shit that he shouldn't say to like this full blown PR war on with the about the Mueller investigation. Um, and I guess I was it Giuliani that dreamed up Spygate. Is that because I would imagine they've that it been was probably, talking about that forever? They've been saying, hey, they spied on it. He wired Obama illegally wiretapped us, and now there's a spy said, in yeah, there. Yeah, but the president of the United States came out and said that they infiltrated. They had a spy planted in my in my campaign. Would he yeah. knew that that was? Well, fuck, false. you remember the same thing? I think he really believes it. It's the same thing. I think he really believes they wiretapped him too. Then he's really a dumbass because that really didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it did, but I think he really thinks it did. And yeah, Spygate's fucking stupid. No one, no one cares. Like we, we know it didn't happen. No uh, shit. Do I think? But they made it a big fucking thing that it didn't have to be. They had briefings on it, two separate meetings. They tried to keep the Democrats out, and then they let the Democrats in, and it turned out that they had fucking nothing like what <laughs> what is this this is the nunez memo all over again. i know let's say looking at you nunez because yeah. it's this they're playing to that 53 percent of people that won't bother to get on google and find what out they're the doing i think has, what they're i think what they're you know, doing is successful don't fucking care we want russia I, if you're not giving us russia then it's bullshit no i think they're what they're doing is russia. successful i think i think that they've 
convinced a lot of people of that. Um, what? Of what you just said. Like, they're, what this is, is it's an attempt to discredit whatever they may find. Period. I don't think so. I think, again... Absolutely. If Absolutely. you watch the trends and, and watch. the way that the people are perceiving this investigation, they're losing the support from the, the regular people, not because of what Donald Trump is saying, but because of what they started with. It was, again, you remember... It, I remember talking to you right after Donald Trump won and, and then after he fired uh, Comey and when all that was going on and the fake news and Dude, it's like anonymous. You were in hysterics every time I called you up for the beginning of the week and you'd be like, it's collusion and it's Russia 60, and it's everything. 67 or, or 68% of people believe that the investigation should continue. Yes. This, it, this is an attempt to... Play to that 30% of people so that if and when, because they know that they're going to find something, the, the fucking, I, I get find it. Russia. They may not find Russia, but the asterisk exists whether you like it or not. Yeah, and they will not find Russia. It is and all encompassing. So, and you don't know that. Nobody said shit. Like, <laughs> I have quite a hunch. That they're not going to find shit on Russia. Yeah, you and everyone else <laughs> that fucking has ears. Yeah. Like, that's fine. It's Maybe it, your hunch I is right it out this as, time. Yeah. No, I just, it's, to me, again, it's just like a glaring, strobing light that's just bullshit, bullshit. And I'm just like, I don't understand how people can't see it. But regardless, that's that's what we were promised. We were promised Russia. And then they say, oh, well, the Mueller's. You know, coming through. It's like, yeah, you, got you some say fucking... it. You say it like that. You weren't promised Russia. That's what they. That's what the mainstream media that's was what, promising that's what, us. That's for, what they said that they were months. investigating, and they are still no, investigating. No, that's not what. Again, that that's fine. We're putting Mueller aside from his shit. That's what they were were saying. They're investigating. I'm talking about the media, and this is why because people care. That's whatever. They're all up in hysterics because the media was saying there is collusion. Anonymous told us. There is fucking collusion, and we can trust Anonymous. So don't worry about it. So why this do, is what so we're getting. We're coming why, closer. It's Mueller time. Here, here it comes. Right. So why is Bob Mueller then the one who is who's in the wrong here? I guess he's not like, in the wrong. The problem is, is that whenever you're again, the media has promised us Russia, and if you're not going to give us Russia, people don't fucking care. So, do they want the investigation to continue? Yeah, most people say that's fine. Even Republicans say that's fine because they don't believe the Russia story, so they say whatever. But again, they think that this—that's what this was all about. And the longer that they don't find anything with Russia, the more unpopular this investigation is going to be. That's just the bottom line. It's fine. I mean, it's not. Its popularity will not stop it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, I, we'll see. There's going to be more and more pressure. And again, with Giuliani coming out and being the next big pressure guy, saying no, we this is a witch hunt and all that. More and more people are going to say, yeah, it is, because they're not finding anything. They're finding these little guys that don't mean anything. Now, Trump Jr. could be a game changer if they actually do find something with Trump Jr. Then that's someone in the inner circle. But Paul Manafort not signing a fucking form in 2006, no one cares. No right. one fucking cares. They just don't. I agree, I agree with you. So we'll see. Um, moving on, Roseanne, who wants to start it? <laughs> oh, my God. Take it, Frank. <laughs> I, I, I hate this woman so much. <laughs> 
You know what's weird um, though is because Brandon was like singing her praises, and now she's a massive racist. So in a way, he was defending a racist. What's hilarious <laughs> is that if you if, if you actually remember what I said in that was that I was not expecting to like Roseanne's show because she was the she was the trailer trash. Yeah, but it was TV. so great because you agreed with everything that she said. I thought, that's... I thought it no, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and then this week she reminded me, oh yeah, she's fucking Roseanne Barr. Like she's a Let, dumbass. yeah. Let's get this let's get this out of the way uh, immediately. So basically, what she did is she took a was it a foreign policy advisor from so, the Obama administration? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, they said she said uh, <laughs> Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby to describe her. Um, yeah. So that's pretty horrible. Yeah. No, it's definitely horrible. Like, there's a, I know I saw a couple of people that were like, it's not racist. I'm like, no, she she described her looks as Planet of the Apes. And she Muslim. described her policy as Muslim Brotherhood, which yeah. is, that's whatever. But that's already offensive enough as it is. But then you, you bring – and then she even referenced that whenever she made her apology. She was like, you know, I shouldn't have brought her looks up into it or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we know you were talking about her looks, and you called her an ape because she was black. That's fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. No, so yeah. uh, let's just put that little fucking baby uh, to bed. It was racist. Sh- yeah. But shockingly is how uh, ABC handled it. They actually canceled it, which is, you know, like, I don't think any— That wasn't surprising to me. Um, I've it was a little surprising to me. I've been hearing about Bob like, Iger for a long time. You're um, talking about a, a network that, like, hasn't had a hit in a while, like, in like to, like to the fact that they chose yeah, ethics over there's, money. There's some things yeah. you can't come back from, and you know the pressure would have been unbelievable to, like, to cancel the show if they didn't. Like, if they didn't pull the plug first. Well, they, they yeah. pulled the plug on some liberal show, and I can't remember. It's completely— just, I cannot remember it now, and I'm I'm kind of upset. Uh, fuck, I'll have to text it to you guys at some point, and we'll put it. What in there. did they, they do? Did they basically the same thing. The I can't remember what happened, but somehow someone said something they shouldn't have said, and they canceled the show. And they were so that was a big part of the outcry. It was like this is a double standard. If you don't cancel her, then you're all about money. And you know Bob Iger and the rest of those guys. Who work over there at uh, what was it CBS? Yeah, ABC. Uh, they also point out too ABC, that the the head it, of yeah. ABC right now is a black woman who's the first black woman to yeah. run a, a major network. Yeah, it, she wasn't having it. You gotta and, you gotta feel bad for like all of the all of her co stars like John Goodman, you know, and especially John every, Goodman because John Goodman's he's the a shit. Come on, he's he's <laughs> Walter, dude. St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis native, and. It, that fucking sucks that, that he's going to get kind of dragged down. Um, but it was fucked, you know? Yeah. The, the, and she had, actually, <sighs> also surprisingly for me at least, she didn't double down. She issued an apology. She said she's leaving yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And, I mean, she knew. She deleted it, like, immediately. It was like, oops, I just called a black woman an ape. And you can't fucking do that. Oops. So, yeah. Like, I think it was an appropriate response. I think that yeah. – you know, in, a, in an era where so many things are proclaimed as racist when they're not, this was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really... See, um, Sarah Sanders ducked the question. Reporters obviously are going to ask, you know, because Trump commented oh, yeah. on it and put himself in the story or the media, depending yeah. on who, you know, which way you look at it. But, yeah, they, they ducked the now, question. I still Sarah think Sanders people... is, 
Sarah Sanders was pretty Go good ahead. about it when they asked her. She's like, yeah, the president has more important things to worry about. And my, I was laughing. I was like, really? Because wasn't he really uh, obsessed with her ratings? Like, he, he yeah. clearly was worried about it at one point. <laughs> yeah. He himself is – he does have better things to worry about. He's definitely going to still worry about it, though, because that's just kind of the way he is. Um, but do you so think there was a couple things a, that I thought – do you think we huh. get a late or uh, do you think we get an early morning tweet about this in the coming days? I'm surprised we haven't already. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised we haven't as well. So unfair. All she said was racist remarks. I don't understand. But <laughs> we know. Yeah, that's, are you I'm are you reading his tweet right now? <laughs> <laughs> he just came out. No, but to me I thought that the response was appropriate. I did laugh at how some of the people were reacting to it. Uh, Deborah Messing had a, in my opinion, a hilarious tweet where she said, "Just heard Roseanne is canceled. My reaction: tears. I am so relieved and grateful. The hate that has been spewing from those in Trump's orbit has really taken a toll on our souls and psyches. I didn't believe this would happen. I had lost faith. Thank you, ABC. It's like it sounds like she's returning from war." Like that some horrible fucking <laughs> At massacre least the way has you happened. Read it. <laughs> to her. I'm sure that's the way she meant it, but it's just I don't know. I've seen a bunch of people like that that were just like, oh my, because we remember when they they lost their minds that Roseanne was coming back, and that was like a huge deal for MSNBC was running it, how it was evil, how she was racist, how she was uh, what do you call it, dressed up like a Nazi, so she was Hitler. And well, all they that just checkmated stupid. that shit. So oh, they did for the fucking racist part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean there, there's no way around that one. We but, literally uh, used Roseanne is, as Hitler as the fucking episode picture. Yeah. <laughs> when when that came out, I didn't realize that yeah. she was actually racist. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's a good chance if I mean, you're dressed as Hitler and you bit. have Jewish gingerbread cookies, you're probably a racist. <laughs> you can now, try to say Jewish, I so didn't like, like that Jewish was, humor. But. You might be. Yeah. That was the whole point of the magazine and whatnot but no she was trying to play this one off as a joke she said it was an off-color joke and it's not it was just racist yeah so again but do i think it was as horrifying as some people are making it out to be no i think she said something stupid and now she got what she deserved and got her show removed for it so i think it's i think that's in a good spot i don't think it needs to go anywhere further but, no, uh, no, and I, mean, I don't think she, it will. She I, made money, you know. She made a bunch of money from the revival, and then she got fired from the revival. So everyone's like, the right's yeah. happy, the left is happy. Let's move on. Yeah, they were already working on season two. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Well, they just got resigned, like for season two. Uh, what was it like a month ago? So yeah, and they they were starting production. Yeah. So all right, sucks a suck. Um, I've got two more. Nope. One more. Hey NFL, <laughs> NFL knees. Go. No, I do have two more. But NFL knees is what I have written down. So that do means. Do you guys remember that time that Roger Goodell fucking sucked at every single thing he ever fucking did? Was that now? I do. It was now. It was real life right now. We're living it. Roger Goodell is the fucking worst. So but, what? what was the actual rule change? So the rule now is that you have to stand. Like you can't do anything if you want to do your protest you have to do it in the locker room you can't be out on the can field they do and... that so yeah, apparently apparently thing. we're going back to the days of separate but equal it's like <laughs> you, you can protest <laughs> it's in the protest thing. zone I mean, it's the same thing as like 
going yeah it's the same thing as going into uh, a company and being like I I have a right to protest and wear no clothes and that's part of my protest and they're <laughs> like yeah this is our company so you can go fuck yourself so again they totally have the right to do it and the reason they're doing it is because their viewership was hemorrhaging there was a ton of people but that here's the thing not watching w- because of it I actually wonder if they do have the right to do it because there is a players union right and the league has to negotiate with the players union the, the, well also, they could yeah. go on strike and then what i also just uh, want to well, point out you guys that, remember the referee strike yeah <laughs> i also want to point sucked. out too that they're not they're not really doing that bad ratings wise they're doing bad in ratings compared to like all tv is doing bad in ratings because streaming and touring sites are taking over exactly but, like in the amount of money anymore. they're making and the amount of money they're paying out to secure talent they're doing quite well so I don't buy yeah, this that like they're doing this because people quit watching football. It's football. It's the it's one of the be- like the big four sports in America. It's still, it was a pretty big dip. Like it it gave, it did hurt. It hurt their sales. It hurt a lot of especially for uh, cities. Uh, maybe not the NFL itself, but the stadiums and the cities that paid all these multi millions of dollars to get these people in here. There was a lot of people. There was a lot of empty seats. People weren't going. And uh, a lot of it had to do with this, with these protests. So I know that for a while there, they were they stood with the players and the protesters, and was like, "No, this is what we're we're doing," and it fucking didn't work. So now they're trying something new, and I yeah, don't think it's they want to make money. Work. That's the reason the <laughs> yeah. St. Louis team I mean, was able business. to move. Yeah, to, it makes they're going mean, to do it's the same with any other business. Yeah, like, but uh, I mean, there was that, it's, it's, it's that not one hippie store that's like, "Pay what you want." Yeah, other businesses aren't <laughs> funded by can they? Yeah, but other businesses aren't funded by taxpayers, and then like all the money exclusively yeah. goes to the owners. Can they yeah, also well, mandate all of the audience to take off their hat and stand up and sing and put their hand over uh, their heart? Or no, we're just gonna beat the people who don't. That's how <laughs> that. So they can they can they mand- mandate that you have to stand up like you do in your living room whenever that song comes on and you goddamn right I stand up in my living room. Can they mandate? I don't have that? an R next to my name for no what reason. What is this Obama's fucking era? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a patriot. God damn it! I stand for the national anthem. No, I don't care. Again, when it comes personally, I do. That's what I do. But I don't think uh, we've covered this before where it was just this is between a rock and a hard place where these people are protesting something different and they're doing it on the field for some reason. These people are misconstruing that as they're not patriotic, so they don't understand what's happening. So they're going to protest by turning the TV off. And the NFL is just stuck because someone decided to stage a national wide, super controversial protest on their fucking show. And it's like. What the okay, fuck? Like, but what this are we is to this has here? happened before. You saw it with the Olympics, with the people giving the black, you know, the uh, black power salute. Uh, you know, Black Panther hand. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, the hand you know, in the air like, and all that. When you know, if you're aware of social issues and you have a platform, you're going to use your platform to spout your social yeah. issues. My favorite arguments, though, that I see online are like in the NHL. You know, we don't need to be told to stand. Well, yeah, there's like two fucking Americans and even less black people in the NHL. So, like, it's not really their <laughs> cause, you know. It's all about and the rush. Also, d- during the, but, N- the NHL, they often play the hockey, the, na- the Canadian national anthem, right? Yeah, not, for a lot of the, 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 the rules northern. When, when well, shit, there's the, the northern they teams. do it. Yeah, you know? they do it when the Canadian teams are playing, but they don't do, yeah. like if it's two American cities. No, that 
It's well, right, but how many of them are Canadian? Like a fucking third six? or something? No. Like. No? Six. No. Like six. Ottawa, what Toronto, Vancouver, like Calgary, Montreal. Is that it? Is there another I don't Canadian know how many team? You just named. I named. <laughs> I don't know. Five. What about Nova Scotia? Come on. Come on, Nova Scotia. <laughs> All right. So, which. Okay. Speaking of hockey, though, to tangent for it a second like have you been i know mitch you're probably not watching the playoffs but like holy no i'm fuck. just watching this trophy i have over here it's shut the fuck up great. Oh, i set it up it. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway the this i i swear to god these have been the most exciting playoffs that i've seen in a long long time vegas is unbelievable for being a first year can we team. talk about the uh did you guys see that opening yesterday with for the, the weird for the Vegas the fucking, game, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a huge issue with it being like thirty fucking minutes that? long, like <laughs> it was ridiculous. So um, explain that. I I did not catch the beginning of the game. So it was like they, weird Game of Thrones shit or something. So what they like, do because they're the knights, right? So like before yeah, the knights, e- before every game, they have like. People come out onto the ice in the other team's jersey, and then the knights come out with actual like shields and swords and slay the other fucking Arr! team. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty it, sure this was it, an episode it, of King of the Hill, dude. It it's <laughs> very very Game of Thrones looking, and then they have like all the crazy yeah, dubstep. It's a Vegas show, and like yeah. I w- I was talking to Stacy about it, and I was like, you know what? But like this is cool now. But a year from now or two years from now, this is going to be annoying as shit because it's going to be the only only well, when we watch games in Vegas, no matter who's playing, that we have this big fucking production before the game starts. And I don't want to wait 30 minutes for the game to start. I got to do shit. I just, something else on. I just wish the <laughs> NHL had really offensive names like, you know, the, the Indians or the, you know, the, the you know, whatever. So that way they would the have to bring out a bad. caricature of Native the Americans to slay them. They're not that kind of predator. <laughs> know. You know damn well they are. Like, I just, I'm just saying, anytime I hear the predators, I'm like, that is the worst name just so you ever. Know, I would not want to be known as a predator. Just so you know, they're changing their mascot to Bill Cosby. So that's what's happening. <laughs> um, anyway. the Nashville Pudding Pops? Right. Here, here's my last story, okay? I know it, I guarantee you guys. <laughs> I guarantee you've heard this story already. Um, 30-year-old has to be ordered by, by court to leave his parents' house. I didn't look house. into it. Okay. It's the greatest. I heard it, but I didn't. Oh, it's the greatest <laughs> fucking story ever. First of all, apparently he lost his job um, and moved back home eight years ago. And doesn't fucking pay rent and doesn't do his chores. And his parents offered him like 1100 bucks to get him to go move somewhere else. And he was like, ah, it's not enough to move. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so they like filed a, com- they sued him. And the, and the judge ruled this week that he had to vacate. Um, yeah, to, it's like you can't just fucking. Which is hilarious, though. When you see this guy, it it's amazing. He looks um, exactly. I saw the picture. He looks exactly like a person you would have to kick out at thirty for living absolutely. in his basement. Yeah, like I he feel looks like, like I feel spent, like his name. He looks like he spent some be like money. His parents gave him something. on a tour of like walking the Lord of the Rings set in New Zealand. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, I don't know. When I looked at it, this, the expression on his face, too, was just, it looked so a combination of, like, surprised and entitled and lazy. It just, everything was well, just did you on see his, his face. Did you see his, like, what do you mean I have to move? Well, because a normal CNN person interview? would be so full of shame that they wouldn't be even be on TV, right? They would just leave when their parents evicted them. Right. Yeah. What was Get great, though... Out. What was great, though, was that, like, he went on CNN, which was a horrible mistake, because if you're that guy, you shouldn't hey, want exposure. Like, you, I'm pretty sure they don't pay you for, like, just showing they up have for to an pay interview. something. I don't think that's how it works, bro. Um, Maybe they gave him a hotel room I would, so he can get away from his parents. Yeah. I would hope so. Otherwise, if he's spending money to go make himself look like a jackass... I don't You're know that it's really spending money. Fired. They kind of go to your parents' basement, in this guy's case, and put a fucking web- webcam on you and pipe you into the TV. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's how it works. Like... <laughs> you're getting the exposure. You're not getting... You're not on the fucking yeah. payroll. So... <laughs> I wonder if he have so, his own then car? I need to do crazy shit and be on CNN. That's right. Does, does uh, do you, did you hear, does he have his own car, or did he have to, like, car pull with his parents to the courthouse? I don't know... But he has, I, I don't know, <laughs> that, although I hope that that's way, I hope they rode together. The most, like, the that, most awkward that's what car I hope. ride of all time. Yeah, Everything that, about that is just awkward to begin with. It was great, though. His CNN interview was like Brooke Baldwin being like, so um, you're 30. Like, do you have a, Get the do you have a job? Like, no. Are you looking for a job? No. So the judge ordered you to leave. What are you going to do? I don't know. It's not really enough time to leave in. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, oh man, it's this guy's my hero though. Like, cause he he what? fucking he staked his claim. He said, "This is what my life is gonna be." And mom, dad, you can fuck off. Like, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm little surprised. Game of Thrones on your internet. Go fuck like, yourself. What squatters' rights? It's like six months. Like he's had eight years. Come on, he's got yeah. he's got some claimed squatters' <laughs> rights. This is my zone now. Right? No. Oh if I God. was that judge, I would be like, "Get the fuck out. Go get a life <laughs> and fuck off." I would have ordered him to not only vacate but get kicked in the balls. Like, dude. At least, <laughs> yeah. Once for uh, however, once for every ten points his gamer score is. Gamer tag. Yes. That's how many times you're getting kicked in the fucking nuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That is yes, that's a good place. I can't wait <laughs> I can't wait for Judge Mitch to become Kick. a show now. <laughs> Just menacing ball kicks. Like that that's yep. how I want to end the episode. So oh, all right. Man. Cool. Well, um yeah. There's With that, that Go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at TDAP2017. Remember that show that episodes are available bi-weekly on iTunes, Stitcher. Where else, Frank? Uh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. yes. The YouTube is back up, and the the episodes are on there. So, like, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts that way because a lot of people are sitting at computers during the day. Um, so we went ahead... And is it? It's just an image, right? And then the audio. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's pretty much a fake video. But yeah, if you prefer to get your podcast that method, we got you covered. Right. Yeah. So we so we went ahead and got that back up. So go ahead and f- 
check out the links in the comment section here. This is not a comment section. It's an info section. I haven't <laughs> fucked that up for a year, but I fucked that up for, every, fuck up. for every episode of, the, like, the first 28. Um, so, anyway. Tradition. Here it is. <laughs> Your alternative bag <laughs> of the week. Suzanne Barr tried to explain herself, but only fueled the fire over her racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett, an advisor to President Obama. Well, the important thing is that you voted. Barr writing, it was two in the morning and I was ambient tweeting. That brought this sharp retort from the sleeping pills maker. Racism is not a known side effect of any Sanofi medication. Mitt Romney style. Romney style. I got a horse in the Olympics, girl, but I don't even watch him. In and out of tax loopholes, cause I'm so fucking awesome. Bitch, it's Friday night, you know we benefit hopping. Check my and spit, you, us consumption. I got distinguished hair, and a private jet that flies me way up in the air. Buy and sell your company with so much savoir-faire. I bought a mansion for each one of my two dozen heirs. Straight up millionaire. Affluence, extravagance, that's mitts. Hey, yeah, that's so mitts. Hey, profits, investments, that's mitts. Hey, yeah, that's so mitts. Hey, you should have liked me because I got so much money. Romney style. Romney style, mit, 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 mit Romney style. Oh.